0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last On the left.
1: Side stories.
0: Yes, from your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah cuz we get the Statue of Liberty to uh, I don't know. What's what's another uh, What do you want the Statue of Liberty to do, Henry? TikTok dance? You want TikTok sca- dancing's not dancing. I'll say that. What mid rant have we just entered in? Uh, you started me going about.
1: I'm talking about the Gundam robot that you're in love with, the Japanese 60 foot robot who is now taking knees, doing t bowing, and it's yeah, going man. to destroy our entire civilization. And
0: you're so proud of it. I tell you what, Gundam took a knee, and this was just this was about a political movement. Gundam to is fix a robot. The police, no, this Gundam's is a robot. Robots' lives matter
1: and no robot okay first of all that's extremely controversial and we're gonna whoop, back that backpedal that I'm saying I'm going to say this the Gundam robot works for the police you think that you think that the citizens of this world these are citizens the ones who are be in
0: control of this Gundam robot the scientists are being are control of the by Gundam robot which who are funded by whom are, I don't know this level of science this might be private <laughs> science honestly there might be some Epstein money in there so yes. that, that is actually that's where it starts to become a little bit that's more problematic you
1: turn it on you have to show it a picture of a young person and then it's like, Gundam activated. But I I was saying
0: beforehand is that there used to be a whole era of physical memes that people used to do like things to, like the old South Park episode. It's the only episode I see on reruns at all times where they do the made fun of the planking and the T-bowing. Got you. Having the Gundam do the T-bow is really important for science. It's like once we get the Statue of Liberty to dab, science has won.
1: I believe that we have all lost. If this is science winning, let's shut down our education systems now.
0: Nobody wants health care. We've already decided that. (laughs) Nobody likes it. They don't want it. They want a sixty-foot robot to come to your home, uh, scoop no. up. How lucky would you be? You're okay, not listen. lucky. You've got maybe a young man, you know, like viciously dying of cancer, sure. about to lose his life way before he's supposed to, right? Great, sad. But yes. you got no way to fix it. Um, anything, any sort of way that you would take three hundred k out of your wallet just to keep him alive for a couple extra years? Sure. But wouldn't a smile be put on your face if a sixty robot shows up mm-hmm. at your home and just scoops him up Busts into one giant hand and then he gets to go live a sci-fi life at so, for the last 15 minutes of it so
1: basically your entire use of the Gundam is to discard of people who are in late stage forms of cancer that's what you want to use a Gundam for, You say if discard. you want to clarify it like that.
0: I say cup in the robot, hands like a chick that has recently been hatched. <laughs>
1: All right. This hey, is a lot. This is a lot. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Welcome to Side Stories. I am Ben with Henry. I'm happy we got the Gundam debate out of the way because yeah. I have been upset about this for a long time, and I am now... I am upset with you, Henry. I've had nothing to I, do with it. But you just your,
0: your approval of it drives me insane, but we do not have to talk about that. Hope needs to be seeded from science the way an actor will seed several children into a whole cast of women. Uh-huh. Um, but this, uh, I'm just so glad that we started Happy uh, because uh, first of all the hits just keep on coming uh, 2020 has been the year of uh, horrible surprises Marcus Parks is in the middle of a family emergency right now and so he actually had to very quickly go to Texas yep. so this means that we are not going to be able to do our regularly scheduled last podcast in the left episode this week we are going to be doing an episode yep. that is just going to be Kissel and I um, but uh, just send good vibes to Marcus and his family uh, it is uh, absolutely an incredibly difficult time and it just keeps getting easier
1: if you have any connection with the moon now is the time to call up the moon be like yo shoot some good beams down over there to texas but this week's last podcast on the left we will be doing some listener pasta so shoot us an email at stories lpotl at gmail.com uh we already have a bunch so thank you all so much who have been early Uh, in sending those stories because they are Thank God you did, because if not, we would not
0: be able to do an an extra episode this week. But I feel like it's
1: great that we have our audience trained to just, like, work hard, work hard, work hard. Like us. Because you never know when
0: that's going to matter. You never know when you, the audience, is going to come in clutch versus us who are, I'm going to say, 50%. At hey, best, baby,
1: 50% clutch? That's actually incredible. Right, especially... That's better than Kobe. Every better day, than Jordan. Every day is the
0: playoffs here in the world of radio. Do you want to start with this dismembered body part story by any Of course any I do. All right. Take a look at this story. This comes from the Chicago CBS local news. Dismembered body parts found in suitcases that Markham police say man hauled all the way from Kentucky. So now this is what's so unbelievable. Eight uh, eight heads in a duffel bag. Funny movie.
1: Love that film. But to actually think about having to drop Drag body parts in a suitcase. That sucks. You know, we've been we were traveling. We were traveling. Yeah, we used to do a lot of stuff. We know the suitcase life.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I travel with a a beautiful, sexy wife that also travels. In the suitcase? Not inside of the suitcase, but you would be you'd think that she did. Simply because she has a lot of shoes. Right. So I know what it's like to travel. With just one bag that feels as if it could contain a bouncer?
1: I agree with that. So in a gruesome and horrific discovery, body parts were found inside of a suitcase. This is in the South Suburban, Markham uh, which I think it's good that this happened in the suburbs because you gotta shake those people out of their out of their young Sheldon.
0: That's what I love about a blue out. velvet. That's yep. why I always think about this. Whenever we go through a small town, especially when we're traveling, some kind of like nice little place where you see all the country cabin looks Beautiful. and you see the really nice like you know a neighborhood's nice when it doesn't have sidewalk because they don't want anybody to have a place to stay <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But you walk through these neighborhoods and that because that's what I used to do. The last time <laughs> really? we were in Portland, I just I did the Arthur's. Cross where I just walked in a straight line because a lot of backyards uh-huh. don't have fences in there, so I was just like walking through people's backyards. I walked from the city downtown straight up into the suburbs, and it was, it was great. I learned a lot about Portland. Oh,
1: what did you learn about Portland? There's a whole
0: lot of road, isn't that? But something? I learned that it's important. Every time I look around into these idyllic little towns, I just think, man, this place is just fucking ripe for a serial killer.
1: It is possible that we have a serial killer here so how did this person get these body parts to the suburbs from kentucky no other way of transportation than the good old greyhound bus i, I never they, talk to anyone on a greyhound or do I, you
0: ta- that's do you talk to them or do never, you not ta- never okay never never engage on a greyhound <laughs> like i used to learn this the hard way you have to act sick if you're on a Greyhound, <laughs> act like you're about to throw up so that people don't talk to you. But okay. also, the wonder of a Greyhound, that and I, will, I, I use that term loosely, but the wonder of a Greyhound is one of the last anonymous ways to travel. At any point
1: in the Greyhound world, in the history of Greyhound, has anyone asked,
0: what's in the bag? What's Why would you? Because We're never at some asked, point, I don't want to know anybody's imagine. business. On the bus, as far right. as I'm concerned, we are all here, we are all... I imagine this is diplomatic non actors. I can't imagine that this person
1: was dressed well. Whoever got on the Greyhound with these bags full of human body parts. Okay. So if it doesn't look like you have any other clothes other than the ones you're wearing, what's in the bag? That's, I'm just asking Greyhound to ask one question. Also, Mandalay Bay employees. What's in the bags? What's it's a in bunch the of bags? Guns? Yeah, yeah. yeah let's
0: take a little peekaboo at the bags. But now they have the thing in Vegas and Atlantic City where they can just enter your room without any notice, oh, specifically yeah. because of the Vegas. I know what happens. All right. So now, all right. This story. This was all the way from now. This man, the man who had the bag of body parts, said, "I don't know how it got in there." That's his response. (laughs) Police said the man's family suspected something was strange about the suitcases, but no one expected the body parts that ended up being discovered them. Of course, because if not, you'd be implicated in a crime.
1: You know one person was thinking it, though, and they're like, I should have said something. I think
0: that bag's giving me the middle finger. It must smell, right? Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, the Markham police spent much of the day Tuesday outside of a house at 164th and Wood Street's neighbor, David Scott, did not think much that the police officers were there across the street at first. So like, I went to the store but the time I went to the neighborhood store and came back. That's when I saw the yellow tape from the crime scene. Markham told police that the homeowner's son recently came to visit from Kentucky. Okay. He brought with him luggage. Two, three bags, said Marcus Police Chief Terry White. Inside the heavy luggage was a dismembered body parts of a woman. Oh my god. Police said that the man boarded a Greyhound bus in Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville, traveling more than five hours with the body parts to the Chicago Greyhound station at 630 West Harrison Street. His family picked uh-huh. him up okay. and brought him and those
1: bags to the house of Markham. No one has mentioned odor up to this point. These Greyhound, it seems like he just brought these on board with him. Yep. So this was not in the bottom of the Greyhound with all the other stinky fruits.
0: Do you think he maybe got away with it by not, by, you know how in the airport they say, like, don't let anybody handle your bags before you handle your sure, bags? Sure, which
1: never never has happened in the history of the airport, but they did make a big deal of it.
0: I wish I had a backpacker. That'd be, That'd be incredible. would be great. But I wish I had a man dresser. Sure. And I wish I had a lady fluffer.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
0: But this is... <laughs> so okay here we go we're you getting to really, it. you
1: are on to something today Every day
0: it's cuz <laughs> this is my fourth cup of coffee <laughs> Sli- Springhill Jack Woo! I don't Woo! know if that's a, I don't Dad! think that's a great advertisement for them Chief White insisted that the family did not realize what was in the bags but after a few days what? it became odd when the man never unpacked so- and kept closely guarding the suitcases and he said right here there were some early reports of a foul odor Coming from the bags. I would freaking think so. I thought it would be like George Mira'son's shoe collection or something. It is
1: a good sports reference. Thank you for See? doing that. That was a great attempt at being relevant. Um, if I am the parents of this person, they're also victims here, aren't they? Because I have a feeling that their son, I'm assuming this is their son, Oh, okay. dear. Um, he's stinky, he's he, might stinky. Be, he might start as a stinky guy he might start as a stinky guy but then at some point you just gotta realize
0: that he definitely carried across multiple state lines a series of bags full of human bodies it takes a lot of attention to detail to do this because honestly I'd spent a long detail? time packing because let's say you know how oh, okay, you, okay yeah. I'm, I'm going for seven days
1: you killed me you killed me finally in a fit of rage it finally happened you, you, you dabbled in cocaine for the first time because you don't do cocaine I'm all cut up how you I've already done
0: this okay alright Hmm. Number one, where am I traveling to and for what reason? Let's say <laughs> well, I am I mean, going... I am dead and I'm a body and you care about where you're going? I had a trip I have to go with. Oh I, I, I already had a trip booked. Uh-huh. I have your dismembered body parts. I am going to a let's just say, hot air balloon convention <laughs> in Topeka, Kansas. I am taking a bus there because if not, these balloons ain't taking off unless the balloon commandeer, Henry Zabrowski yeah. is arriving on time for the competition. Okay. I got all of your body. So we've got seven days of hot air balloons. I'm going to need... Um, I'm gonna need shoes that I can travel in. I'm gonna need my nice J's for if we go out at night. I'm gonna need at least some day jeans. I need some night jeans. I need a couple of nice shirts. I'm gonna need a long sleeve shirt. I don't know if the temperature well, that's is a lot gonna of vary. Stuff. Yeah, have this have is fit how I my travel. Whole body as well. This is what I'm saying. Okay. And so what I have to do is slice you into as many smallest parts of chunks as I can. But well, Henry, it'll still all be me. It doesn't matter how you slice me. That's true, but it's about how I jam you inside of the bags, because if, then it's about like, I probably will put your feet into one of the shoes. <laughs> I would put your body inside of one of the
1: shirts. You would have to really shove my feet in there. It would have to, You'd have to maybe cut off some toes, oh, but yeah, yeah, you are sense. sense.
0: But I, I don't know. I feel like in the end it would take, you're bringing additional bags. I bet you they were surprised that he had so many bags. I am sure that they were. Certainly, David
1: Scott, this man's neighbor, was surprised. Again, uh, he said after he saw all the yellow tape, uh, he said, Oh, I knew something bad had happened. And this is why I love local news because they only get the best of the best of the best people to comment. Scott says, You only see stuff like this on TV. You don't see stuff like this from across the street,
0: neighbor. That's true. You but don't forget. You do sometimes. Sometimes you do. And then they, apparently the story was. The, the son, I'm again assuming the son. They have not said this in the article. We don't know what the relationship, but we're assuming the son of the family. Yeah, he otherwise left it's the house. just a, that's immediately you call the police. Well, it, you know who I could also possibly blame is a cousin. Sometimes a cousin. In a close-knit family? You don't know. like a son. You don't know, but sometimes one of them, what they call a kissing cousin. Is that if you one of these kissing cousins That's close to one of the main children I'm going to say the A-team children And now you got some second cousin Who maybe you don't see all the time Sure Who doesn't even look like you Doesn't even have the same last name as you Right They're always sus, Right He shows up Fucking I mean, he, Finally he left the house And this is what also to me is a red flag He left From on his vacation To go to a public library and then Wait, what? he left the suitcases behind. I've never been to a public library on vacation. I don't know. Well, public be,
1: libraries are no longer where you go to learn. You go to sleep. You go to rest. You go to the, shit.
0: You go to jerk off. Yeah. But we have a librarian, listeners, and we want to say, we, I will you defend them. your library. I will yes. defend your libraries with my life if I have to. I will come out there with the, fucking what I have to do. Absolutely. And I'll, I will stop people from shitting inside the books.
1: Absolutely. You can carve out the books. Put little knives in there Got if you to. want to. Yeah, Always just prepared. prepared. Yeah. Always prepared. In case just, the gun them come.
0: I'll, I'll carve out one of the bad books. Yeah. All right? But he he went to the public library on his vacation, and they finally were like, why don't we check the bags? Is it safe to call this a vacation for this man? I mean, I feel like with the, what's it in his luggage, like a lot of work. I think he needs a vacation from his vacation. <laughs> but they don't know. So on Tuesday night, investigators from Markham, the FBI in Louisville were all looking for the case. Um, they the man know who, who the has wo- not been charged with the crime. He yet. is
1: yet to be charged with he the has crime. He was remained
0: in custody, and they they think that they're pretty certain that the body could be linked to a woman reported missing from Louisville last week. I pray to God that it's that body, not
1: because I would like to. I mean, obviously, it's very sad, but I just hope there's not multiple women where it's like that's could be the one. Hey, maybe it's not the one. How many people are going missing in Louisville Someone's got to get on it, Well, especially if you open
0: that bag and you got three feet. It is interesting
1: that the man has not been charged with any crime. I feel like transportation of a body, yeah. the dismemberment
0: of a corpse. Can you a even series say, like, of things like proper deli mismanagement? Can you just say? Can we just say like this is actually the FDA has to come in here and charge you with improperly handling meat? At yucky cousin is that illegal? I don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Actually, feel like up to this point, yucky cousin was just. A problem to be dealt with locally within the family, and now yucky cousin has become a national crime.
1: Once you get into greyhound, that's all of our problem
0: now, isn't it? Yep. And now this is the another question because we have some updates from this week. Um, last week we were talking about these mystery seeds from China. I know. Where they're saying that many listeners said that the mystery seeds are part of what they're saying. is a, It's called a brushing scam where it's an Amazon fake review scam where they send these things out and they ask you to rate them. It's, I don't know how it quite works. Rate
1: the seeds? How boring th- is my life when you're like, oh, you want me to rate these seeds? I don't know.
0: These it's time r- periods? It's nice, flat. I relaced Little. all my Jays last night. Is a way to fucking subside some of my fucking shoes. Kenshin. Yeah, but
1: shoes are large. You can collect them. They're not seeds. I mean, I know you can collect seeds. Yeah, Just re- I mean, to be a seed raider is the saddest job I've ever heard in my life.
0: I feel like it's more of a hobby. Okay, but yes, I somehow it is. They do believe that these. This is some form of information. Like targeting bullshit and then if you actually receive one of these packages of seeds, you might want to look into trying to secure your personal information a little bit better.
1: Oh, okay. So that could be the the planting of a seed into identity theft. Perhaps. Yes, okay.
0: yes. And another update is that apparently when we, I was asking about how fast it would take for you to saw off your hand using an electric saw, apparently it's a couple seconds so fast you wouldn't even fucking notice you lost your hand.
1: I would notice.
0: I mean, you I would. I would notice immediately. But it would be like, what? It goes zip. But
1: doesn't time that- stand still? I was watching the uh, Hell in a Cell documentary as I watch on a regular basis with the Undertaker when he threw Mick Foley off the top of the cell. Simpler times. And he said that it seemed as if it lasted an eternity the fall of Mister Foley. But that of course was it only also- lasted about you know less than a second.
0: But he was on camera, and it was a big deal for him in his career. I
1: just feel like time changes when you're sawing off your hand to the point where you would like maybe like look down and be like, "Wow, it's well- really happening," and I think that your body would digest the information
0: slower it's not it's that's not the problem it's it's more of the fact that i asked the question of how long could it possibly take right and they're saying it actually could happen very very fast they say that wood is much harder than any part of our body or bones um and then we actually got a picture of a no. sawed off thumb
1: <laughs> thank you yeah man thank Fuck you yeah. for that. I, I again, the oh, wood is harder sweet. than the human bone. I'm not sure about. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on the thickness of the wood.
0: Look at this. I can fucking. I'm, this is You're wood. You're just hitting a table. This is wood. You're this just is hitting science. a table. This is great for sound. You're
1: doing science. You I don't know if good it does. Feel my bone.
0: Ow, your grip. Oh, your hands are so powerful.
1: All right, this isn't a dating profile. No,
0: no, yeah, maybe in court of some of our emails, we've got a couple people sending you dating, uh, saying, <laughs> "Hey, date me, Kitzel," and it's actually, um, well, it's interesting.
1: All right, everyone is very, uh,
0: everyone is lonely out there. People are in this midst of, in the midst of this quarantine. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about her family A long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater, all right? I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult, all right? My job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. done here's another story from the toronto sun that's a brain man makes mindful discovery on beach don't be funny now enough with the puns don't be funny now this comes from the again the toronto sun now this is uh this from wisconsin while walking along the sandy shore of samuel myers park beach in racine wisconsin Ooh, racine right out
1: right outside of milwaukee
0: jimmy sender Stop! Stumbled upon a strange package wrapped in aluminum foil and a rubber band. Upon a closer inspection, what Sanda found was mind-blowing. It didn't register as a human brain. I was just like, what is this? Sanda told, told news outlet Fox 6 Now. Upon unraveling the round package, Senda thought its contents looked like a chicken breast. It took oh, him a few moments a to register bit. that what he was holding appeared to be a brain along with some flowers and Chinese currency. Okay. Befuddled, Senda said he would ask some city co- city workers nearby for a second opinion on this discovery. So he just walked up to a p- couple of guys working on the line. And he We're- said, hey, tell me there, brother, does this look like a brain to you? And they said to me, and this is a quote, They're like, yeah, that's a brain. That is a
1: brain, and I do think when you find a brain, action is called for. Another person wrote, nasty shit. I would have freaked out if I found this. Probably would have gotten sick, too. Why are people reacting like this when obviously someone has lost their brain? Well, I feel like there must be a murder involved here, or perhaps a death. (laughs) I don't know if the reactions really are. I don't feel like the reactions are appropriate for finding a brain, such as, again,
0: nasty shit. I would have freaked out if I would have found it. Yeah. Probably would have gotten sick too. What I like is this response Daddy's definitely a brain. <laughs> Could be some type of gang ritual. A gang ritual. You know how gangs always very delicately remove the brain in order to, because you know how many gangs, and I've heard this about MS-13. Oh, yes. Is, yes. It, is it MS-13? Sure. M-13? They're, they're, MS-13, that's one of them. The yeah. Santeria. These people <laughs> that perform at okay. the Santeria, they also have been having body switching experiments. And I don't mean to, to alarm people but sometimes uh-huh. you don't even know if your loved one is not in fact one of the recruiters for MS13 and their brains has in fact been switched you think to this a is gang funny banger.
1: you think this is funny but you wait until that's national concern 2024 i can't wait you wait until your son has been transformed into a um, gang banger right
0: in front of your eyes before you be, you don't even notice but straight up as you can see if you do look at the brain authorities told fox 6 now that it does they no no one believes that the brain is human. Oh, this is not a human brain. No, it's a tiny brain. It's a little pig brain. It's a
1: pig brain. So somewhere a piggy is out there without a brain. Yeah, And we need to find that piggy
0: uh, and put the brain back in. I mean, I guess maybe he's a part of the uh, current president's administration. Wow. <laughs> holy, holy. I would pick it up and it's such a hot take.
1: Well, speaking of hot takes. So anyway, it's a good thing it's not a human brain. Uh, definitely. It is a
0: good thing that it's not I a human it's brain. great. But I've eaten... Uh, Goat brain and lamb brain. So I imagine, honestly, if this is fresh enough, no, toss it on the broiler. It's not fresh enough. Have you ever... It's a got good a bunch brain, of
1: freaking Chinese money on top of it and a bunch of flowers.
0: It is Money is the dirtiest thing that you can possibly touch. But not no, if you can't eat the brain. But I'm just saying, if it's fresh, if it's cool to the touch, you can put it on, I would say, almost like a cast iron skillet, you get it nice so and hot. And then you get the, a nice brown butter. So you slowly base <sighs> it with a brown butter. So eventually the, the fat in the <sighs> brain becomes rendered. You're
1: not supposed to eat uh, those parts of the body, by the way. Very dangerous. What are you talking about? You're not supposed to eat any of the brains. Yeah, you can. No, you're not supposed to eat organs. I've eaten plenty of brain. Look at you.
0: I mean, I Listen am to healthy. Right now. I am. You're ranting like a madman. I am reasonably sound. Ranting like a madman is my job. This is my character. Ugh.
1: This is who no, I am. No, this is not your character, by the way. No, there I'm is always no-
0: playing a character. There's always a thin veneer. You know, the real me is. I have my night classes. I sit. I put on my foot cream. I put on my knee cream. I put on right? my ball cream. I put on my nipple cream. Make sure that they're all just as soft. Because I hate one part being crusty. Hey, I'm
1: with you on that. Well, speaking of just disgusting things found in nature. Poopy, huh, Duke? Human Duke <laughs> feces.
0: Uh, this is—I <laughs> mean, honestly, it's just
1: a weird episode. There's just so many body parts. And There's a whatnot. lot of this. So this is in Oklahoma, but this like,
0: is fr- this is fairly uh, like an innocent story. This isn't. Well,
1: I mean, we'll get into it. Uh, in Oklahoma, gal, she was just driving down the highway doing what she does. Maybe she had a little bit of crystal methamphetamine. Well, okay? she was
0: driving without a. You busted the secret. Yeah, well, that's
1: the secret. No, the secret is the secret is what the meth was going to do to her. Well, she I got do- pulled
0: over for not wearing a seatbelt. Emily, which, again, you know, come on, I I I'm think like that very people people should wear their seatbelt. I'm going to just say that wear gonna your throw seat that belt. fucking yes. out there, and I understand why it needs to be a crime because um, people are um, the term is a Thanatos. There's the no Freudian impulse to destroy ourselves is called the Thanatos principle.
1: You tell me somebody on crystal meth has ever died in a car accident. Honestly, they, sadly, they live. I do believe that they could just kind of squirm out. Emily Sint Owens. Uh, she was pulled over uh, nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, the cop noticed that she was not wearing a seatbelt. So, they, you know, obviously, not not a lot going on in the town of Enid. So, the cop was like, "I better do my yeah, job." You know, get her. front lines, front lines of the war on not wearing seatbelts. Uh, she didn't have any insurance, so that was a big deal. Uh, but she did have a medical marijuana card. That was her only form of identification, which, which is
0: good. Yeah, it's so funny because it's just the exact thing that they, I mean, it makes me kind of mad also at the same time because it's so stereotypical to say to a pothead, like, all right, license and registration, and be going like, oh, man, I fucking spaced, man. I was on my way to the fucking tube store, man. And but then they took. Show- yeah, if you go, because they put your picture on it.
1: Absolutely, and it's totally valid. Nothing wrong with that. She didn't have any insurance, but she did have her medical marijuana card. The officer ran her information, and it uh, turned out the driver's license was revoked. So this woman, not having a great day, nope. 9 o'clock in the morning. If you are driving without insurance, if you don't have a license, buckle up. Buckle
0: up! Don't give him a reason to pull you over. That's the truth. You need to use your turn signals. I mean, honestly, I'd rather have more people uh, not have the licenses <laughs> if you would be using the turn signals. Wow,
1: you are becoming your mother. Um, so he informs the, the officer. Was like, I'm going to go back. I'm going to check this shit out. Oh my goodness! He comes back and the officer tells her, like, "Yay, yeah, things aren't looking
0: great." And then she says, "Oh, but officer, I have to poop." She starts screaming about, I got to poop. I got to poop so bad. And the officer's like, unfortunately, we're holding you here. We're running you for warrants. We're going to try to see what she did. Turns out she did have a warrant. She had a dabble with, the, she had a dalliance uh, with the law in her past. <laughs> yes. Uh,
1: but I don't know if this is true. I think this may have been the crystal meth talking. It might have been. Owens can also be uh, heard as saying, it's my birthday. It's my fucking, fucking birthday. birthday. And I do believe if it is your birthday, you get you get a free.
0: You get out of a. You get one, <laughs> <laughs> one out, of, out of free. Okay, so I'm going to save my free. murder. Out of free, free jail. I'm. I, no. I'm with you. I'm with you. That's when I save my murder. I say you save one, everybody gets one murder. No, I but believe you it be to the next day. George Carlin, Carlin, I believe, had a whole bit about this, about how you should be allowed one murder. George Carlin's,
1: towards the end of his career, I remember watching him live and he just did the whole suicide pyramid bit, which is about 35 minutes. And we saw, saw him at the PAPS Theater, where we actually had the unbelievable luxury, or not luxury, um, what do you call it? Privilege. That? Privilege of performing, which was unbelievable thanks to
0: everyone who came out in Milwaukee. That was one of the best shows that we've ever done, was at the PAPS Theater.
1: 35 minutes of the murder um, pyramid. Uh, Suicide Pyramid, nobody liked it. George Carlin did not get one
0: laugh in Milwaukee. It was a little too dark for them, but I was cackling. I saw the same tour at at, uh, uh, Ruth Eckerd Hole in Tampa. That was a great tour. So Owens, she's being arrested.
1: She says, it's my fucking birthday. I have to poop, which is hell. Of a, like, she's just but, going into excuse mode.
0: Straight but though, Honestly, says, though, I feel like if there's a way to get out of a ticket, that's what you do. You say, I got a fucking shit." It
1: could work if it was just the seatbelt ticket. Mm. But I think it was more of the driving without a license. Mm. So she says, why won't you just let me go? And the officer says, because your license is suspended. Owens apologized again and, re- and reiterated
0: that she, quote, didn't know. Otherwise, I won't drive no more. Well, that's she. That's what she said. Yep. And then the officer then said, she, you have warrants in Woods County, and they're going to come and get you. And she said, no, they are not. Fuck you guys. You have warrants for Woods County, and they're coming to get you. No, they're not. Man. Then leads them on a high-speed su- high pursuit for several blocks going <laughs> 70 miles per hour. Um, she just blew through a bunch of stop signs, and then finally she was just like, okay, I got to go. They pull her out of the car. She's like, can I poop in your car, man? Um, and the officer says, you could have already been on your way to jail. Yeah, but not pooping is Aww. what she said. And then they discovered a pipe with meth in the car. But she could it right. could
1: have been planted. But I do feel- I don't think they planted the meth. I mean, I, it's definitely not outside of the realm of possibility. But in but this But she already case- committed several crimes. Yes, absolutely. So uh, she just wanted to really take a dump and- uh, Obviously, the nice thing about prison is you are constantly in a bathroom. Technically, (laughs) that's where you sleep. It's where you eat. The whole thing is just a bathroom, so she will have plenty of space to poop in uh, the Garfield County Detention Center on charges including reckless driving, driving under suspension, and possession of drug paraphernalia. So a rough day. No word if it really was her birthday. And if she did lie about that. That's one of the biggest lies you can make because people, they take it very seriously. You want a free drink and you're going to tell me it's your birthday. But if I find out it's not your birthday, same thing when you were a kid, and be like grandma died, couldn't do the homework. How many grandmas do you have? This is your eighth grandma's death. This is the, this is the eighth grandma that has died this year. But I tell little you what, John. So no, you cannot lie about certain things. And one of the biggest things is it's your birthday.
0: I feel that. This is where we might have a little bit of a standstill and a standoff almost because I do believe that bluffing is important in society. Birthdays and if are can, a sacred day for many. But if you can correctly bluff that it's your birthday and you go into a restaurant and you get one of those You free just cakes, have to say, it's my birthday. Yeah. And it's fun. But they can tell when you're lying. They can tell if, you, if they think you're lying. So I think that it's an actually an important play if you can go in with the right amount of souciance mm-hmm. and the right amount of confidence and say to the waiter and pull him aside and go, hey, it's actually my, my wife's birthday. And then you get the free cake.
1: You need to see some ID
0: on that. I, wouldn't, I would be like, you don't trust me? No, I don't think I could. I don't think It's because you know me. Yeah. But other people don't know me. And other people assume they kind of view me as like a fun, nice guy. Right, right, right. But they don't know that I will do You're fucking- You're stealing birthday cakes? literally anything to get a free slice of cake. Well,
1: I, I do know that that is true. I will fucking- uh, I'll suck dick. I'll eat shit. I can I'll get you cake. I'll bathe my
0: fucking tits and come. So cheap. It's
1: actually really cheap. You can get like a 99 cent buck cake from any place. 7-Eleven, they can get a cake. I can get you a series of cakes.
0: People, most All people in prison All of this is not just free. Cake. None of this is free. And I don't no, think that free. they eat cake in prison. Yeah, they
1: do. They eat Unless zingers- you meet- they make their own you, – you've seen what they make Commissary.
0: Birth, yeah, the, the commissary cakes. I've never seen a commissary cake. Oh I've seen the commissary God, burrito. It,
1: I've seen the commissary pizza. They mix together – this is only for birthdays, and they know that it's a person's birthday because of their birthday right there on their little badge. <gasps> That's so special. Isn't that nice? So it's Snickers bars, little, little, um, little zingers, um, honey buns, uh, anything, M&Ms. You mash it all together because it's really just sugar and isn't cooking nothing more than science. And you mash it <laughs> all together – And you put it into a little cake-like form, maybe you put it in the hot shower to to kind of steam it. I'm going to do my best.
0: I'm going to do my best to not spend a birthday in prison.
1: Well, you know what, buddy? No one is there on purpose.
0: Except I already kind of did it. It's called having a birthday in quarantine. Am I right? Whoa. Hello, Ellen.
1: Let's go to Detroit. I love Detroit. You talk about your life. Why would you go to prison? I could see you being this guy. The way that you drive, I'm so happy that I have a car now. So that we, when we, when we do hit the road, I can, I can take the wheel every now and again and just drive seventy two in a sixty five. I get a seventy eight in a seventy. I get us dangerously there into accidents
0: on time. I've never gotten us into an accident.
1: I have woken up in the back to. I felt like I was going to be the the bassist in Metallica who died, Cliff.
0: But but you are going to me like like Cliff Burton on some level, wasn't it? Cliff's time. No, and if you were also going to die, if you were going to shoot out of a bus window. Because of some uh, uh, accident, I feel like in the end, that's you just fucking being a javelin for God.
1: <laughs> well, this guy was a javelin for fun in Detroit. Uh, he was a, he's a motorist, and Henry, I mean. This Man. guy had it fucking right. You this know guy, I, you? I actually hate the drawbridge. I hate the drawbridge design. It's cool.
0: I think it's fun. I think it's until fun. Until you're behind it. Yes, but I, I do. I love a drawbridge, but this guy saw it. A foolhardy motorist in Detroit is in hot water with a law after he channeled his interaction hero and jumped over a drawbridge in his car. I love I the spirit of this guy. I do. He, I do. Um, got this guy, uh, he saw it going up, and for some reason, he just said... Fuck this! Fuck it! And he put on his glasses, popped on it. some, popped on some rock and roll. Well, it sounded like he did a couple of whippets. That's what they're trying to blame it. They're trying to blame it on whippets, which I think is really funny. Okay, hold on. Speaking of cake, the, the whippets like the cake, like the, the the fluffer. It lasts ten seconds. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you can even blame something on whippets. By the time you get to the test, it's got to be over. But they are all saying it was on whippets. Drawbridge operator Andre Locke. He was watching this whole thing unfold, and he recalled- Hell of a day
1: for a drawbridge operator, by the way.
0: Because, again, every day's the same shit.
1: Every day, up and down and boat and car. Oh, God. And
0: then you looked, and he said, I looked, and I said, no, he ain't. No, he ain't. His disbelief quickly given away to the realization the man was indeed trying to jump the bridge. The worker hit the emergency stop button, but it was too late. This dude fucking hit the gap. <laughs> <laughs> like you could see everyone watching him in slow motion as oh the fucking God. car crests over the gap and it's then It's horrifying. Boom. But he did it. He made it. He got to the other side of the drawbridge, popped all of his fucking tires and was just stuck on the emergency gate above it cuz then you could see the realization of the first as you take off the lip from the one edge of the drawbridge. You're just like, "Yeah, mama. I'm doing yeah, it." Yeah, see? If they Papa, could see me. Papa, me now, yeah. See, it. they all said I'd never be a bird. <laughs> and then boom. And then you just sitting there going, Oh, oh shit. And then the Whippets headache just comes oh, that's, rolling in. That's I,
1: why I stopped doing the Whippets. I, Whippets. I couldn't do the headache afterwards. like, why am I doing this?
0: And thing? he's just sitting Because you know the feeling of like you can feel your eyebrows like pulsing from yes. the headache and you're just like, oh man, I Was should it have been.
1: I should have had a V8. Was it, worth it? was it worth it to feel like human frosting for 10 seconds? No. Uh, the drawbridge operator said, quote, that's a first for me. And if I'm that drawbridge operator, I go up to that car and I say, thank you. Thank you for making my day just a little bit brighter.
0: It didn't, though, because then I imagine the sheer shit fuck of trying to get him off the top of the drawbridge. Because that was like my no, father. Well, he made worked it all and- the way over, didn't he? You know, but then he was stuck on the guardrail on the other side so the, right, the, the thing yeah. can't properly close right. you have to get a fucking crane to come help him get out of the thing like this mm. is the this is the weird shit that my father had to deal with as a cop because like the my father worked in deadly accidents and he worked on the bridges and tunnels and that's his job was that every single Ooh, time something tunnels, like man. that happened like this he would have to go you'd have to shut down the entire bridge and so that was like the main thing that he had to deal with yeah. that, but this your day is then just Awful. Yeah, but if you're you have a drawbridge a whole lot- operator, what's the what I mean well, no, but the then you've got you. a whole line of cars going, con people going like, come on, I got to get the, out of here. If, I got to go to child court.
1: Well, you know, the best thing is, first of all, you do have to make it to child court. The best thing is when you all, as a collective 100 cars, all have to back up when one person has to be like, we're backing up. Backing up. And then everyone's like, oh, and, we're every backing every up. Everyone has asshole. to go through backing up. And then there's always a new car coming in.
0: Do you remember when we almost missed that show? Not the old man corner. But this is, I mean, it's interesting in its own way. <laughs> it's not but remember when we were stuck at the border coming from oh vancouver trying to get into was it seattle i believe you we were coming over the border that canadian border
1: was it what seemed to be extremely intense right we must have been very scrutinized what was going on with the border but they had just shut down most of the lanes we were stuck there for four hours like four, five hours, five four hours
0: four, four hours. hours and the i just hate it's the one thing is the guys like I get it. We're all pissed off. But the guys that get out of the car when you're all stuck in a line, going the guys going like What are we going on? Here? <laughs> Just like yelling at the at the administration of the universe. Yeah, Just like yeah. yelling literally old man yells at Cloud. Or the guys that come in like that was also because I also think it was specifically very Canadian. The people going from car to car, like knocking on another parked car's windows going like Hey, take a look at this. And, and it's like, I, just don't talk to me. I'm pissed. I'm obviously, I'm with you. I'm pissed off. But this is not the time period well, to make new fucking side of the road friends.
1: In Canada, you're always making friends. That is, they're a friendly, friendly bunch until you do something just outside of their norm. <laughs> just till ever so outside. <laughs> and then, of course, they'll turn on you and kill you. But... I'm with you. We finally got up to the customs agent, and all they asked us was, uh, are you humans? And we're like, we are. And then we had to tell them we're comedians.
0: And, and, then, and, nothing and then you just go makes them because it's either. It's who one was or the two.
1: reference? By the way, this is a horrible conversation. Apologize to everyone. Um, but who was the? We're like, yeah, we're we're comedians. We're just going to do another show. And then I believe the border agent referenced uh, Styles. Yes, uh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. You're like Ryan Styles. Ryan Styles. And we're like, yes, <laughs> yes, yes we, we are.
1: And actually, I like Ryan Styles. So you know how many know.
0: times I've had to deal with, especially going back and forth from Canada to the U.S. As like these Canadian border patrols guys being like. Hey, you're a comedian, huh? Say something funny. Like and cause then you have Whoa. the power to make me and like and I and I always have to do the hi, you know, I uh oh, well, oh my 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 dick's so small, they call me Mr. Tic Tac. Like I just say That's something. What you do? I don't know what to do, and they're all Mr. like Mr. Tic Tac. They're like, Yeah, let me see it. And
1: then all of a sudden I'm in the extra security room and the guy's been there
0: been like I heard if I just blow across a comedian's asshole, mix a noise like a champagne flute. Well, that's and very I, possible. I mean, like, oh, Mister Border Agent, I gotta thank you for the extra time spent. with Well, you, you never want to tell a border agent your
1: dick is the size of a tic tac because they got stinky breath and probably want to get a freshen up.
0: Don't right. say that. Well, we got border agents. I listeners, love maybe, the border and agents, and we have to keep them happy.
1: I love the border agents. I love anyone who has power over me in very specific moments of life. I've always <laughs> said that, and I will say that until I die. <laughs> You mentioned Tic Tacs, though. Just lastly, here uh, before we get to hero of the week, in New Jersey, people thought they saw a uh, UFO, but it was a Goodyear blimp. So, be careful out there.
0: I looked extensively into it because I saw the footage at first. Someone because I got a, a many, I got many emails that said like, "Take a look, there, is, it's coming, it's coming." And I, I looked at the the video, and at first, because you know. I'm looking for. I'm the same thing as. I'm same as you. I'm looking for a smile. And so sure, when I saw sure. the UFO, the first thing my 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 little nerd boner got big, and my knees started jumping, mm-hmm. and I sat there and I was like, "Oh, goody, gumdrop! Finally, they've come!" And then I I looked at it, and it and it's a blimp. It is definitely a blimp. And nothing course. is sadder than that feeling.
1: Uh, it was hovering over MetLife Stadium because we are in football season now. Of course the New York Giants lost that game 26 to 16 over the oh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah.
0: And her and um, uh, Hermione um Hermine yes. did incredible because he was the isn't his job, he's called like the holder.
1: There is a holder during a field goal, perhaps yes. Oftentimes, the backup quarterback.
0: Why don't they give that to like like a kid with cancer one time? Well, it's quite hard to do, and it matters. It's just I, holding
1: the ball up. I don't think so. You want to punish a kid with cancer? It's still a very it's, it's not very, punishment. They, it's
0: still, very dangerous. I mean, if if something goes awry, then they can tack, get tackled. No, I mean then, they have to they have to do their best to protect them. That'd be like a fun thing to give to somebody who gives to charity. Give them that position. Like give somebody who gives a lot of charity. Let them hold the ball. Like like you know some somebody who lost like both their breath. Their and their, both their butt halves wow. to cancer. And they have to go, like, give, let them hold the ball once. You know butt cancer, it's actually colon cancer. It's not the butt
1: cheek. Butt cheeks actually don't, that's interesting. The butt cheek never gets cancer.
0: Maybe there's, maybe, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe should, we should make the body <laughs> out of what they make the butt cheek out of. Anyway, a oh man, God, who, a man who saw the UFO, a man who ability. saw the
1: UFO says, there's a fucking UFO. Look at that shit, bro. Yep. So, no,
0: people were pulled over on the side of the highway. It was a whole line of people pulled, which I mean, I get it. People were ready. We are just, we just want a break. People just are so excited for a break. And guess what? The break isn't it's not another just script read through of people do like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Just imagine
1: if this was a real UFO, though. And they're like, let's hear what the first sentence of man is. And they just hone in on this guy. That's a fucking UFO. Look at that shit, bro. I think they would leave.
0: I you think know they would what? leave
1: immediately. You
0: wouldn't feel comforted? Like, ah, good, there are rubes here as well. I would feel I don't know. Like, relieved to see that you already have fans. Uh, yes.
1: I guess. I like guess. I'm not sure what the aliens movies, are going to think. I don't know what they're going to think if they ever do come. I we- think that,
0: I've already said it. I already said it. If they show up. In physical form, they're going to kill
1: us. Well, maybe we need the the robot to save us from them, and then the—that's the what I'm saying will, to you. But the robots will flip on us. I just again, we we will never agree with that. You're the guy who likes sci-fi, but I don't know how you don't know what the robots
0: are going to do. But I think because you get ahead of the curve, you be on the right team, Kessel. Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're trying to say. Get on the right team at the beginning. That's a stock market
1: but for yourself. I just don't know if the aliens or the robots are going to
0: want you on their team. Why not? I'm a funny guy. Funny guy. I got all these great graphic tees. I can get you as much cold brew as you can stand. Woo! Well, speaking of brew, that's... Garrison great- Brothers bourbon. I, I, they, fucking, they answer
1: my messages. <laughs> you that's are. huge. So you are one, you, you are 50% coffee and 50% bourbon right now.
0: And no, I'm 40% coffee. 20% bourbon, 20% weed, 20% American pride. <laughs> well, speaking of American
1: pride and brew, let's do Hero of the Week. A South Florida condo covered in beer cans receives, l- receives multiple offers. When Kristen Kearney received a call about a listing condo in Lake... F- in Lake Worth, Florida, she said it wasn't quite like any other other calls. I'm not sure even where the hero is here. Maybe the interior
0: decorator. Like, you know what I? You know what it's, uh, the hero is in the fact that you can. It's like when you are looking for a place and you yep. wonder is there a place for
1: you. Me, yes, my slight, not my physical body, but like something that almost transcends who I am. Yeah,
0: but, and you yeah. walk into a house for the first time, and maybe you've seen so many different bungalows, and you're like. Man, this place sucks. You can't party in here. Ugh. And you go into some other like condo, and you're like, oh, man, I can't even have my boys over here. We can't play beer pong in here. Right? And then you walk into this house, and you're like, I didn't know <laughs> I had a home. Oh. I didn't know well.
1: I had a place to be. Where I could be me. Oh, Rory, you have a home now. Uh, This is according to the listing agent. She says, they warned me that the home was wallpapered in beer cans. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder where in the world they found beer can wallpaper.
0: (laughs) Oh, little do you know. (laughs) You
1: fucking idiot. It ain't wallpaper, my friend. It is actual Anheuser-Busch's flagship beer. Budweiser, <laughs> and it has covered the walls. Uh, Curty says it uh, was a life mission it's to just wa-
0: Budweiser. <laughs> it's just Budweiser. It's
1: just um, <laughs> no word if they're open or not. No, I'm assuming they're empty.
0: It, what uh, do you like better? Would you like? Would you rather have it be all BLS or would you rather not? Because in my mind, weirdly, I pr- would prefer it to be a mixture of beers. I think a mixture of beers is classier.
1: You have to think about the color tone. So obviously this person liked the red and the white, which is why they went with Bud Proper, although red is not a very comforting color for a home. So I like I being think, on my toes. You know the best color for a home might be just a nice, humble, natural light blue. Huh. Keep it keep it like the sky. He like the sky. Uh, so this is, according to Curie. it was, uh, they say it was, a, it was his life's mission to wallpaper his home in beer cans. It's his
0: life's mission. The condo
1: also contains sports memor- memorabilia placed over the beer cans. Uh, I, if
0: it wasn't, I would walk out. With the, if you did not have at least one, let me, can I guess, what's, what uh, city is this? This is in Florida. Okay, yeah, so we're, what we're team, a, do you think it's a, oh, well, so what sports parameter, is Dolphins? No, but does it say? Because in my mind, no one is that proud of the Dolphins, ask Ed Larson. I would say that this is maybe, it could be a Miami Heat home because it's the same color. Oh,
1: interesting enough, Henry. I do have an answer for you, not because the article stated it, but because I did some investigation, aka zoomed in on a picture. Buffalo Bills. It's Buffalo Bills. So this
0: is a New York City what? transplant or a New York State transplant. They have a picture oh, yeah, of Jim Kelly. Mean, you know, because, you know, you might as well, you know, you get, a, you get a, on the train in New York and easy, separate stop to go down to Florida. Well,
1: this person loved the Buffalo Bills. Probably why they had to drink so many Budweiser's. Buffalo Bills team <laughs> leaders. They had Jim <laughs> Kelly. Uh, they have a... Flutie! They have, they don't have a picture of Flutie, but yes, do you remember Flutie? I do remember. Yes, I remember uh, Doug Flutie. Great Flutie, fluty flakes, Flutie, Flutie flakes. Not that good. Was I'm, it just Wheaties? Yeah, but with like less sugar. What? I don't
0: know. Why would you fuck with the fucking formula? Uh, I don't remember. Wheaties too is much. how Flutie got there in the first place, right? If but it's you, a lot of carbs to eat before the game. And not carbs, but a lot of fiber. Because it, I tell you what, when I blow my colon out with my fucking Nature's Path cereal, which I wish I'd sp- sponsor me, please. When I fucking shit out, it's very, very difficult for me to play a game, I can imagine. Well, if
1: you would take a dump in this, in this home, the two bathrooms do not have beer cans uh, lining the walls. The brewski decor envelops the living room, dining room, kitchen, and two bedrooms. Now, that is a lot of buds. This is according to Kearney. Uh, They say, if you look closely at the photos, you can see the lengths the owner went to. He even created a crown molding look. With the cans, so this is something very powerful for this lonely,
0: lonely man. Why did the uh, man? The condo- is it under floor closure? Like um, why? Uh- <laughs> I think
1: he just died. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um. The so the condo is priced to sell. Uh. It's listed at one hundred and ten thousand here in August, but Whoa. it's been reduced to one hundred thousand because um,
0: they probably. Might have been having a hard time selling it because of the beer can wallpaper they refused to change. But at the same time, I wouldn't want the house to go into the hands of someone who wouldn't want the Budweiser wallpaper.
1: Uh, They actually received multiple offers, uh, and it's currently under contract. They have a backup offer as well. The new owner, she says, made an offer without even seeing the property. Whether or not they'll keep the beer cans is unknown.
0: They're just going to tear that place down and turn it into some kind of... Flop house. It's going to turn into a fucking parking lot. That's what that means.
1: $100,000 for this house. I'm looking at it here. It's a really nice house, and I think it's a steal. So if you get a chance...
0: Yeah, go down and get it, especially if you're an actual beer fan. Because I'm actually kind of upset. If she got that house without seeing it? Wow. Well, I think that they know that the beer cans were there. I don't think
1: they do. Well, they must. Because if
0: they didn't see it, they didn't actually go look at it in person? They didn't actually want to be a part of that experience? They're just going to buy this house unseen? They
1: did not uh mention if the f- previous owner drank all of those beers.
0: I hope that they did. They better have but, it's like when you used to go into the college dorm and you see all the fucking handles, the empty handles. At you the better top not of the, dump
1: those out in the sink and Yeah, what are yeah. you some
0: kind of fucking that'd, liar?
1: That would be a sociopath.
0: That would be very that'd weird. Be a Just to like fit in. Yeah. You know who that probably you know who that reminds me of? That's like a Jeff Bezos move. Mm. But in college.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm hip. A lot of your entertainers, by the way, that you love uh, aren't really drinking whiskey. We learned that about Ron White. Uh, oh, thank God don't he's not it. because don't he bust would the, di-
0: the, 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 That's the myth. That's the myth? That's the myth. You can't know. Actually, I don't even think we should say that.
1: Okay. All right. All right. So there was Hero of the Week is the man who decorated his house with beer cans. The man was, who's now the, died
0: of heart d- d- disease. I can't. I'm going to assume.
1: Yes, I think that's fine to assume, but let's do some letters from people who are very much alive.
0: It's a listener email, listener letters. It's an email, it's not letters, because I don't physically have them in my hands. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about an experience I had when I was in my late teens. I lived with my younger brother and sister, who were also in their teens at the time, three and six years younger than me. There was also a family with four boys our age that lived across the street, we had lived in a small town on the east coast, um, in Australia. How could hold on a second. He so he was in his teens and his younger siblings were also in their teens? Late teens. So, so, that would be 19, so six years. So I'd say 19, 13, 13 and 10. sixteen. No, it's three years six years and three years. So 19, six, this derailed this. No, it's you derailed this. No, because we're now in this <laughs> you're just trying to disprove this from the very top. No, because it is if nineteen, he was 19 years 19, old, if and they his, were nineteen and then,
1: and then but his other fr- his other
0: brother was six years younger 13 and three years younger 10 no three years than than them i feel like (laughs) i am i am dealing with a congressman from mississippi okay (laughs) there was also a family i just they're from australia okay
1: Different different place.
0: Our houses backed into the bushland with the creek where we often play. You know how many times I could back my house into the bushland? Like, sure, sure. One night a little after sunset in summer, I was sitting on my driveway with my boyfriend at the time, while my siblings, the boys from across the street, and one of their friends were all down at the creek playing with some homemade fireworks. Sweet. Love it. The boyfriend and I heard a loud bang. Then we heard a large flash of... We saw a huge flash of green in the sky towards the creek. We didn't think much of this, knowing what the others were doing, until we heard the rest come running down from the bush tracks. We called out, Aye, what happened? Hoping someone hadn't blown a hand off. Yeah. And And all of a sudden, they all shouted back with a terrified, Run! They all shot by us. Running up the road to where the four where the four boys lived, my boyfriend and I followed to make sure everyone was okay. They were all hysterical, saying that they saw a green flash and heard someone crash onto the other side of the creek, and then they were chased by something through the bush. They were hysterical for a few hours before everyone calmed down, and we all returned to sitting on the front drive in the front driveway discussing discussing what they had seen. It was then that the alarm from their car, parked about a hundred meters away, started going off. They turned it off from a distance with the remote and it continued to sit then it all went off again and again and again but no one was close enough to go close to the car to go check out the cause right my boyfriend and i being the oldest walked over to the car to investigate the others all freaking out watching us intently when we got close we thought it was a part of a hedge in a nearby yard stood up the figure that stood before us was a large, gangly, almost dog-like creature, but standing on its back legs like a human. Huh. It was at least two feet taller than my boyfriend, who was six foot two. Nice. Wow. We froze, terrified, and everyone else kept silent, so I assumed that they were in shock. The creature took a step forward, and the car alarm sounded for a third time. This time, it seemed to startle the creature, which <laughs> ran off <laughs> so to the right, bounding along as all, on all fours, much like a dog. Uh, as it did, all of the car alarms on the road went off as it ran by. Huh. So did the street lights. Very interesting.
1: Very cool. Thank you for that tale from down under.
0: Down under. God, I want to go back.
1: Absolutely. Next time we'll spend more time in Melbourne. Uh,
0: man, Melbourne was one of the funnest spots. The cherry, cherry Ta- bar, the Ch- Ch- cherry tavern, cherry bar, cherry yeah. bar was one of the funnest nights of our whole state. It's an there. ACDC way. Man, that it was, was cool. just one of the funnest. I just am so. Although a upset. listener
1: did look at my winky in the uh, in the bathroom, and I, that is inappropriate. You had it out. I had to go to the bathroom. Amen. I feel like in the end, near there. And then I listen to my Eminem, and then I really relate to M.
0: Firstly, the home I grew up in had very strange things happen inside of it. Example, when I was about 10 years old, I opened a cabinet and all of the dishes just flew out. Ooh. As if somebody was throwing them at me and shattered mid-air and hit the ground around me in a circle. My mother didn't believe me and I got blamed for breaking all the dishes. Hmm. Interesting. When I was 12 years old, my mother took me to hear a man speak. <laughs> what? His name was Ben Alexander, a former medium. He quit or was fired. I don't know. Who wrote a book called Out from Darkness. He played clips of some of his former seances. That sounds, honestly, it sounds very boring. My mother did this thing because she was a born-again Christian trying to convince me that her house was not haunted. Wait, what? I guess she was trying to say it was, it
1: was demons. So she brought him to a seance? This is, this is bad.
0: Okay. This is a bad, it's not bad, it's just, I don't know if it's going to get what you want. You might want to check the level of the cabinet. Other strange things happen, but let's fast forward. I'm now 32 years old and a single mother of an 8-year-old son. When I was pregnant, I, I said it that way, I moved back into my parents' house. When my son started talking around one year of age, every day he would tell me about his ghost friend. Huh. At first, I took this as, as him having kind of imaginary friend. However, strange things would happen. Just to name a few things moving out of place, light bulbs exploding, and I've always had extremely vivid dreams. Dreams to the point where if I had a, I've had a hard time distinguishing what was a dream or what was reality. Dope. I've had dreams that come true on more than one occasion. For example, I was off work on the weekend and the night before I went into work, I dreamt I was standing in the middle of where I work, and I kept hearing whispers about a ten dollar bill. <laughs> the next morning I walked into my job, and the first thing my co-walker tells me, if you find my apron, I had a ten dollar bill in the pocket. Whoa! That's a lot. Now returning to my gun's ghost friend, he would talk to him about him all he would talk to me about him every day. I asked him if he was a nice ghost, to which my son replied, Yes. And when my son was about five years old, I was putting him to bed, and my son told me, Mom, after you leave at night, the old man comes and pats me on the head until I fall asleep.
1: I, I hope it's a friendly old man, because that, that could be really nice, but...
0: the windows. As yes, my son got older, he stopped talking about his ghost friend, thank God. The other day, as I was having one of my vivid dreams where I'm totally aware of everything that is happening, knowing something, including knowing it is a dream, I met my son's ghost friend, an old man that looked to be in his 70s, was dressed in 1950s apparel. He was wearing slacks, suspenders, an undershirt, and a Homburg-style hat.
1: Oh, classy guy.
0: He appeared in my kitchen and told me, "Hey, I just wanted to check in on Eli. <laughs> my son was sitting at the breakfast table, and the old man walked towards him. My son was to the old man's left, and my son's favorite toy Super Mario plushie. I hope he's <laughs> older now. was to the old man's right. The old man looked at my son in a way that he looked like he missed him. Terribly. Oh. And then the old man touched the top of Marco, Mario's head and then poof, disappeared. I woke up feeling that I actually met him and now I know that who he is and that he genuinely looked after my son. It seemed like this ghost wanted to help me since I'm a single parent. That's actually very nice, but remember they appear in many forms. Yeah. We've learned anything from Poltergeist. Be very careful. Okay, very nice. Old man, keeping the kid asleep. A few years ago, I was working with a guy developing his comic into a TV show pitch. Nice. (laughs) Oh, and I guarantee you, you know what? I'm
1: not going to be negative. It went great. I'll tell you what, especially in COVID, these TV
0: pitches (laughs) are going great. Woo, going great. Yes. The show had a lot of military elements, and he had been working on it for years, and it accumulated a lot of context in that world. Some of the stories he was privy to were just jaw-dropping, and we were trying to work them into a show. Then came December 2017 when that Navy video was released. Mm. I immediately emailed this guy and said, your military contacts know anything about this stuff? He was, sort of, he was a part of a private online group where current and ex-military guys talked to each other. He said the chatter was insane. He copied and pasted the exact transcripts, and I'll be happy to email them to you separately. But this is very interesting. Yeah. It's very classified. The gist was they all knew that this shit was going on, had since the '90s, and had some experience. And some of them had experience it firsthand. We're seeing this a lot. A lot of people in the military have been seeing things in the sky yeah. for forever. Sure. Um, but it, honestly, it, it was so well known that it actually changed how they carried out certain operations. Uh, since UFOs only buzzed the nuke sites at first, and the military always moved the missiles at night under the cover of darkness, they had to start moving them during the day which is far less secure, just to avoid the weird things at night. Interesting. Very weird. A lot of these powering down entire sections, they would just be a blob on the radar, and by the time they drove out to see if they could get a direct visual, they would be gone, except for this one time when they actually fucking fired at the thing. At the time, I didn't know what to believe. I know a lot of ex-military guys personally, and they seem to feel like they'd be the type of guys that kind of yank your chain, having fun with you, sure. Right, right. So I took away the grain of salt. But over time, the Navy has confirmed so much of this shit that I start to believe these stories.
1: Well, Henry, I have a I have a question for you. Yeah? What do you think is the most powerful department in the US in the US government? The most- uh catering. <laughs> <laughs> the Department of Energy, believe it or not. What you do know, you mean? They were in charge of all the nukes. That uh, makes a lot of sense. Yes, so the Department of Energy, if you are out there in the in the UFO world. Look into the Department of Energy. That is
0: where they have a lot of top secret stuff. Also, there is some talk about this enigmatic next generation fighter jet that the U.S. government is working on currently um, that is, seems to be working on some kind of prototype that we're saying is this UFO retrofitted got, technology that they are finally revealing?
1: I got into a military tech YouTube hole a couple of weeks ago and uh, damn, dude, it is, uh, it's going to be crazy. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's going to be crazy.
0: It's going to be crazy.
1: And now they're doing the dual mans, where it could be man, doesn't have to be man, so you can do Anyway, we're going to find out. We find ways to kill people. We, we know what to do.
0: I just, you know, robots. It'll be robots versus robots one day. Let's see how it is. I don't know if that's a good thing. And then the next, it will be stick versus stone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's Side Stories. Again, uh, Marcus is going through a bit of a, 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 a,
0: family, a, 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 emergency. a family emergency. So, so please send him love. Up. Um, we don't know. You know, I hate the, I hate the term these uncertain times because guess what? They've always been uncertain. Yes, they have been. And so now they just shows you more and more often. Just, just prepare a little bit more. Say I love you to your family maybe oh a little God. bit more. Oh my I'm God. just saying. Check in. With people you haven't seen in a long time, sure. Like, this is a time because it's all up in the air. We got um, what's been called a bit of a to do with the election. We have a lot of stuff going on here
1: in 2020, and of course, for all the election coverage, you can listen to Ablegan's Top Hat. We got a lot of moving parts going on right now. There's a uh, lot regarding of the SCOTUS. Yeah. regarding
0: SCOTUS. Man, I tell you what, if you got yourself a bad case of a SCOTUS, go get yourself some Lotrimin.
1: Absolutely. Have a good time with it. Thank you so much. David Letterman over here.
0: I don't know. Get yourself some <laughs>
1: Lotrimin. Remember that when David Letterman would say words funny like, I miss the old Letterman. Anyway, again, we, have to, we have to wrap this up. Okay? I just,
0: sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself.
1: We've been together for a long time. Yep. Isn't that weird?
0: Um, so every day, um, live knowing that anything can happen to you and it will. Good. love that for some reason you have to I mean just know for a fact that but then every day you wake up is a day to reinvent yourself yep every day is a chance to redo. Well, they say every three months you truly are a whole new person. No, every seven years. Whatever. With the particles every three months I would be fucking frightening. Okay. Now each of the particles would just be flying <laughs> off of us. You'd see your skin. You'd be melting every and be rebuilding. Every seven days.
1: Every seven days you're a it's brand It's not new the person. ring. Okay.
0: This is not Ringu. That's okay. the name of the girl I think in it. Oh, I don't remember.
1: Ringu was better than the ring, but I'm not going to say that out loud. I actually, but no, I you. I, I think just, you mean
0: the flip. It's the. I think the, I'm with you. The American ring is better than the Japanese ring. No, I meant the other way. I meant the other one. No. We're going to talk about this a lot. We have a lot. 31 for 31 is coming up. We're going to talk about... Can't wait for Halloween Is it to laugh knowing that when I wake up with that fucking competitive edge, <laughs> and I know that I have a leg up on the competition that day, when right. I know I've done the homework, and I've done the lead work, and I've meditated my 10 minutes, and I did... I stretched. You and did. I know for a fucking fact... That I'm going to—I laugh with the assurance of a man who is a born spiritual and psychological soldier deep inside Uh. this war-torn psyche that is 2020 America.
1: You can—you actually have to stop watching The Vow. Because now you're starting to sound like Keith. <laughs> no, Raniere. absolutely
0: not. I'm, I'm not going
1: gonna... to. We didn't even get it. We'll, we should talk about that next week. Yeah, because the, vow, the
0: vow. I. We were screaming at it last night. There is not a single hero on the vow. If you, you believe the, you anything real that, leader that, that leader Mark is? dude says, Mark is Mark is the real cult leader. I. I. I you know. I think that Ali talk. Mac also has a lot on at stake oh as well. These fucking people. We'll, Each we'll, yeah. one of these people acting like they're a hero. Meanwhile, they all got.
1: Anyway, we'll have a lot to say on The Vow it next stands. week. I believe the final episode should be coming out by then, or we'll be damn near the end of it anyway. It's all the fucking um, It is nice to see Keith Raniere just how tiny he is. And then remember when the Dalai Lama went to talk to him and the Dalai Lama was like, He's innocent. Don't trust I can't any of fucking these people. believe
0: that Dalai Lama can jump. Well, Don't. I know that Dalai Lama can be purchased. I do so. love
1: that we just started the next episode at the end of this episode. Because yep. I could do another hour on that. But anyway, it. we will do that next week. Um, all right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magus delations.
0: Hail me. Uh-huh. Go out there.
1: If you see a drawbridge in your personal life, jump it. In the <laughs>
0: metaphorical sense. Yes. Again, spiritual. Psychological. Yes. yes. Not physical. Unless you have a Dodge Omni. No, especially not with a Dom, Dom G. You need something with, you need some four wheel drive for that. Yeah. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.